on this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about... It's raining, not men, in downtown Orlando, polystyrene, margarita, and cool job alert. What about Hunky Jesus? Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And here on Bungalower and the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods like Thornton Park. Winter Park. Paramore. College Park. I was going to say College Park. Thornton Park. I'm, I'm lost. Baldwin Park. All the parks. Mills 50. Yep. Orwin Manor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All those places. All the places. Every, everything that you can find on bungalower.com, the best website in Orlando. Your favorite website you haven't read. So I've, go on. I've read it. I know you have. Have you? Have you, John? This We're going to see. I'm going to put you to the test. Oh, I didn't know it was a quiz this right. week. <laughs> anyway, here on, uh, we're actually at uh, Reyes. Mezcaleria. Am I saying that right? Yeah, because it's uh, they got like fifty different kinds of tequilas and fifty di- different types of mezcal, and a mezcal is like a smoked tequila. Really? Yeah. So you smoke it? They char the agave. Ah, the agave plant. So it's like the bourbon of tequilas. Yes. Yeah. You have, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's all I they know. They don't teach you that word mezcal. I wish you hadn't asked Spanish questions. I would have sounded so smart if you hadn't <laughs> asked a question. I don't know. I think we've been here before, you and I. Yes. We were here when they first opened. And it was beautiful. And they had, we ate crickets. We did? Spiced Uh, crickets. Tamarind. Tamarind spice, little deep fried crickets. Are they still on the menu? I didn't see them. I didn't see them either. Maybe it's a special item. Yeah. You have to like wink and nudge. They don't really taste like anything. They're actually crickets. We're not Mm. like making this up. They're crickets. Yeah. Which I guess is a thing. Where? South of the border, New Mexico, right? I guess is that. That's what they're telling me, they and just I believe them. Like spice, though, I don't remember them tasting like anything. Yeah, because it was tamarind. Tamarind's kind of like citrusy, I think. So I wanted it to be like a peanut. Would you order them again? Yeah, really? I've, or I've had them three times. Is it just like to gross everybody out at the table? Like we're gonna eat grasshoppers, right? <laughs> and you have to like smack your lips when you eat them you're like you, you you do not like you talk with your mouth open with crickets in your when teeth you get, when you have little legs kicking out <laughs> they're not live no and if you get too many in your mouth and they rub together it's like you're playing there's a little symphony in there we're playing a little violin little wee, wee, wee. crickets <laughs> all right Brendan. so now that we got that out of the way thank you reyes for uh hosting us for hosting us having a beer i'm having a sangria there you go and it is a fancy af yeah yep so what, what's happening this week, Brendan? Um, a lot of things, but my favorite, a lot of people got fined this week, John. Fined? Yeah, people were getting charged by the city for doing bad things. Really? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like, I know we're about to eat, but there was a, a poop water leak. Poop water leak? Yeah, behind Mills Park. Happens like every few months, right? So I, I don't know if you'll remember, but there was a veritable SH storm oh there was a big storm about a week ago remember right? well no like remember irma yeah i do right yeah. i don't know if you, if you recall <laughs> yeah, there, was a, there was a hurricane that was here there was a hurricane you were looking after my dog and i came back because you you messed that up 
I didn't mess it and up. Your so dog's just mean. Guy. <laughs> hates me. Bernie's you're a, a tall talk, guy. I'm you're a tall saying, guy. He doesn't know what to do. And you're like looming over him. So he gets, he got he sad. He was nice for like two days. Yeah. And then he figured out that you killed us and ate our bodies. Yeah. And he didn't know. He was like, they're never coming back. Uh-huh. This guy's taken over. I don't even know who he Couldn't is. Couldn't even go in the house. It's not Bernie's fault. Anyway, so <laughs> Irma hit and there was peak poop. In all of our lakes, uh-huh. because of stormwater discharge, over they, they don't they do this because they have to, right? No. So oh. this there was a leak at the Mills Park one, and at the Mills Park lift station, and like thousands of gallons of, of sewage flowed into Lake Formosa. And I thought that th- there was this recent one that over the weekend somebody sent us in a photo and said, "Hey, go check this out. It's happening again." So I pedaled over and took a little photo, and sure enough, yeah, it was leaking. And so they got fined, uh, I think, 1200 bucks. Who's they? The Mills Park Homeowners Association, even Ooh. though they're condos. Oh, okay. Uh, this is where the fresh market is yes, in Mills 50? Yeah, not so fresh. Mm, mm, <laughs> not so fresh marketing. Uh, and it turns out, John, it's... It's like the fourth leak since Irma. Whoa. So it just keeps leaking. A lot of poo leaking it's over a, there. Just and that's their lawn looks fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that little dog park back there. Is, is it is because it's fertilized green. with poo? Mm-hmm. Huh. Human poo. Uh, so and, they just keep discharging it or they Yeah, no, it's not on purpose. There's like a leak. So this recent one was because there was a crack in the pipe, but like <laughs> You know, there's a poo crack. Poo crack. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. We're so close to the other table. We're ruining their tacos. They're not listening to us. <laughs> no. They're eating their crickets over there, right. and drinking just, their beer. They just think we're a couple of losers with microphones. We are. Yeah, we're not even on a radio show. I'm no. just holding a microphone in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I greet myself <laughs> every morning. What are you gonna do today, Brendan? That doesn't sound like that much money, though. Really, twelve hundred bucks? To not put really. But if it's happened, I don't know if they got. And I guess because of. It's frequent. Now they're getting checked every month to see if it's still happening. Ah. It's still happening. Ah. Uh, this so is the lake over by where the Manello's at. There used to be otters in there. I haven't seen otters since Irma. Really? Yeah. And it, because it was clean. It was a clean little lake. Not, there was like three houses that were actually built right up to it. Now it's like underneath, uh, it's downhill from the yard. So it's getting some discharge from all that construction. All that poop from Mills. Have you? <laughs> I just have you had seen a chance. Them. You should go talk to the people that live on that lake to see what they think about it. If they've, seen I know what changes. they think because I see next door, and they and people they're on next happy. door will tell it like it is. They're oh yeah, happy. they do. No, they don't even like it when people of color are in their neighborhoods. Usually, <laughs> not Lake Formosa. No, nah, not. Oh. Anyway. Just, just everybody else. <laughs> That's notorious on Nextdoor. I know it is. So people who don't know, Nextdoor is this <laughs> website. It's like a bullet online bulletin for your neighborhood. board. And it can be really handy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you're like, hey, curb alert. I'm getting rid of this yeah, barbecue. Who wants it? Did anybody see it? Anyone yeah, see my dog? Yeah, it's over here. But then. But there's also a lot of seniors who are like, <laughs> someone, see, you should someone just, just walked by my house. Yeah. I've never seen them before. Yeah. And. They're brown. Yeah. <laughs> People freak out. Um, there's a lot of that. Yeah. We're Not totally all, off track now. So, oh, so that's the first find, John. That was the first find. The first other find. one is, uh, I don't know if you walked by the library lately. Have you? Did you think it was snowing? I didn't, but no? I saw the picture. Uh-huh. What was it? It's, uh, you can't say styrofoam because styrofoam's trademarked. Oh, it's polystyrene. Poly- 
Uh, it's insulation. And from so the, from Odera Central. Oh, wait, the wait, new high there? rise. Okay, the next new high across rise the street. across the street from the library. Where the university club's going. Yes, where it used to be, and then they're building a new one, right? Um, I think it's like it's over twenty stories. I, I think so. It's I want to say twenty-two. I can't remember off the top of my head, but they part of this process is it's a concrete structure, a frame. Then they put styrofoam. Polystyrene, polystyrene insulation on the outside, and then they—it's called rasping, where you kind of sand it down on the outside, and then that by by scoring the outside of it, it's easier for things like stucco to stay on. I get it. it. So, but in that process, when you're rubbing it with the with the sandpaper, it it like marbles it off and it rains down onto the street underneath it. Well, that's not good. No. So people are like, hey, it looks like it's snowing downtown. Uh, what's up, bungalower? Look into this. And so I looked into it and like, and it's not legal. Really? No. And I, I wasn't sure what it would be because the city was state law. The state preempted cities from banning polystyrene within city limits. So now cities cannot ban those products but you can't litter but you can't litter but you cannot ban styrofoam or polystyrene uh, i apologize retract did you get a cease and desist letter <laughs> uh they're very litigious okay this is which is why it's been preempted statewide interesting so cities can't write and it's the whole thing's interesting if you want to read about more about it we did a more of an in-depth article about it on mongler.com like a year ago um but where they got in trouble was it's getting into the stormwater system. Oh, yeah. No, I believe Which it. runs directly into Lake Eola. Which means, you know, fish will eat it and birds will eat it and turtles will and eat it. And they are. And this has been happening for a month. This has been happening. Really? With no recompense, right? And so it's, they've been caught. And so I, when I emailed them and they're like, someone's already talked to us. They're getting fined, but only like a thousand bucks. Oh. Right? Um, to, for cleanup, but they have to prove that they're going to clean up what's already happened, what's already gone into the system. So you've already done it, and it blows away and blows down the drain. So they're the like, it's probably cheaper to pay the $1,000 fine yes. than it is to pay somebody to clean it up. They have to do both. They have to clean it up and pay the fine. But I'm saying it's even probably cheaper to... For They'll get fined again. They'll get consecutive fines but it's only a thousand dollars i'm saying like a multi-million when you have a project. multi-million dollar building yes it's just cheaper to pay the fine and it's a high rise you know like what are you going to do you can't have like a vacuum cleaner no. out there when you rasp the side of the styrofoam or polystyrene uh, geez, you're gonna get i am gonna, gonna get in trouble when you rasp the installation um like so of course it's just gonna blow off into who knows where because you're in you're 20 stories up from that the street seem right to me so they've gotten in trouble. They promise that they're going to clean up their mess and that they're going to keep it from happening again. So uh, if you're listening out there, Orlandoans, keep your eyes peeled. And if it's still happening, you can let somebody know and they'll go clean it up and they're supposed to make it stop. Yeah, that, ju- that just doesn't seem right to me. But I, I mean, I, I see why a construction company would just say, well, we'll just pay the fine. Cause- if it was just falling, if it was somewhere away from a lake and away from a, st- if they had blocked the storm drains... They would have been fine. Oh, okay. Because it's just falling into it the street. It would have been okay. It's okay to do you that. You can litter there just on the street, apparently. Uh, maybe you have to come and blow it up every week or something. But because it went into a lake, that is a city code, and you cannot pollute natural bodies of water. 
Iowa and Oregon, like you always know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Details. So, right? So I'm sure they could fight that fine if they wanted to. But for now, it was nice to see that the city was, like, all over it. That's good. Yeah. You can see photos that somebody sent in. They wanted to be anonymous. I don't know why. Maybe they're going to do their own Maybe they're a construction worker. <laughs> on another project. Or an, or, or an Indian chief or a police officer. Right. or uh, Who knows? Or somebody yeah. else who's in the <laughs> village people. Uh, <laughs> you had me. You're talking my language. Uh-huh. Thanks, John. Uh, let's say something nice now. You look beautiful tonight, Brendan. <laughs> I like your hair, John. Thanks. You got uh, a haircut. Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. I don't know about this. They are huge. So I guess it's like organic. They do really bougie ice cream and sorbet flavors. Where is it at? Uh, I think they're based out of like a northern state. But they're coming here. They're going to be held in all Publixes. Oh, all so it's like a certain kind of ice cream. Yes. At Publix? Which is like a cult favorite up-and-coming brand. Oh. And so all the Publixes are going to be carrying them. But they're going to be here on April 4th, John, giving away free ice cream. Free ice cream? From noon until 5 p.m. Where at? New General in Winter Park, which is oh, one of my favorite. Oh, the General Store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that really, I haven't been there yet. I love it. I know you do. It's a really cool, like high design, cool food, good, healthy food. Except for ice cream. Honeyed ice cream. It's not their ice cream. There's a lot of park in front. So what's so special about the ice cream? Any idea? They have. It's just really, it's like organic, really cool like combinations. She's a James Beard award winning ah. uh, chef that's doing these ice creams. She's doing, uh, so like some of the flavors, darkest chocolate. Ooh. Sorbet frosé. I like uh, it. Which is kind of like a sangria sorbet. And then brown butter almond brittle. Nice. Right? That sounds good. It sounds delicious. What's your what's your take on ice cream? Uh, <laughs> I'm you, you pro or again you pro or con on ice cream. I like ice cream. I like sorbet more. Do you do you think there's a big difference in ice creams? Like if you like can you tell the difference between like really good ice cream or just like so so ice cream? Yeah. I don't know if I can. Like it on the milk or something? I or? don't know. I just you know, I just think I mean I I guess I just like all ice cream. Yeah, but you like whole you like hole in the wall like restaurants. I do. So you're like you don't. But like a ten dollar gallon of ice cream versus a five dollar gallon of ice cream. I don't know if I can yeah, tell you the difference. It, it tastes richer. It tastes fuller in your mouth. Really? Yeah. Maybe if you just eat like a half a whole gallon by yourself, <laughs> it doesn't matter. After Either way, a while. I can't taste anything when I'm crying. What's so your What's your ice cream? What's your uh, What's your flavor, Brendan? Uh, you're at you're at Baskin and Robbins right now, and you got 31 flavors in front of you. Which one do you go for? Mango sorbet. Really? Yeah. Or lemon sorbet and chocolate. If I can combo them. Do you feel like you can go anywhere and get lemon sorbet though? Like your fallback. I, I can't. I can't do cr- cream, so I can't really. do Oh, you're lactose intolerant, yeah, yeah, yeah. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a mint chocolate chip kind of guy. You are. I, I love it. That's nice. I that's like my, mint chocolate that's chip. my flavor. That's my mom's favorite. Really? Yeah. She's a good lady. She's a. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell a lot about someone by the ice cream. That's like, true. What's your wife like? Uh, she likes the sorbets as tofu, well. Tofu, tofu ice cream, tofu ice cream, yeah, <laughs> cashew cream, beet, beet, <laughs> beet sugar, yeah, carrot ice cream. <laughs> 
You're like, lactose intolerant too. You're like frozen raspberries and soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat those. I, I, I can't. I can't joke. That's what I used to eat sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just like pour it on when it was really cold. Just eat it. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I'm not really a banana split kind of guy. Are you? Uh, you can't eat any of it. No, I could. Too eat much it. fruit. I like fruit. I just want the ice cream. I'm a fruity kind of guy. I know you are. I'll eat it. Uh, so they're going to be there April 4th. Yeah. Wait, if it's going to be in Publix, why are they going to be at, at New General? Because it's statewide, so they're doing a whole tour with this like ice cream fancy truck. Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream Truck. Splendid. Splendid. Come on. <laughs> Isn't that the most Becky thing you've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> Splendid. Splendid. <laughs> so might as well. I bet people look at it and they're like, Splenda ice cream. <laughs> they might. <laughs> right? Like the pink packets. Is that the pink packet? It might be the yellow one. Yellow one. Splenda. No, blue. I thought blue was sweet and low. I don't know. Pink is sweet and Aspartame. low. Aspartame. All I know not is good it for you. causes cancer. None of it's good for you. No. I have another good story. What do you got? Uh, I can't say his name, though, so everyone's going to make fun of me. Because you can't pronounce it? Yeah, that Orlando City soccer guy who who bought out a movie theater. Oh, I theater. don't remember his name. But he uh, bought out a movie theater. Sasha. Just try. K- Kledge. Cleston. There you go. Is that it? I don't know. K-L-J-E-S-T-A-N. I saw this story, though. Cleston. <laughs> <laughs> he bought out a whole movie theater. So people could go see Love, Simon. That's awesome. For free. That's great. Isn't that great? And then uh, I just... And have you seen that movie yet, John? I have not. I, I went and saw it with Scotty, and it was fantastic. What's it about exactly? Um, this boy coming out. It's like a coming out, coming of age tale. Uh, and it's just a really good, feel-good, magical movie. So why did the Orlando City player buy out the theater? It's a trend right now nationwide where like stars are buying out theaters so more people can come and see it. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's really uh, I love it. So did he already do it and the, that it date's forward. passed? Or it happened he... Thursday night so yesterday uh, so people have already seen it, John. So Maybe he happened. can do it again. Maybe we can do it. Buy out a movie theater? How much could it be? Uh, like a month's worth of groceries. Okay. Right? That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can buy out the Dollar Theater. Right. Do they still have Dollar Theaters? <laughs> uh, Touchstar? Oh, isn't that the one here? What's the one in Altamont? I don't know. There's one on... There used to be one in West Colonial. Near the Sweet Tomatoes? Yes. That's closed. Really? Yeah. For oh, sale, I think. Way out of, I'm way out of the loop on that. Uh, you could buy it. I used to, Really? Yeah. I used to go to the Dollar Show. Or, do they still call it the Dollar Show? I don't think I'm Is sure it it's on a dollar, dollar show now? probably Scotty used to work at the one in Altamont. I used to picture go show. the picture show. That sounds like a porno theater. <laughs> have you ever been to one of those? No, no, no. I have. I think I <laughs> <laughs> by accident. No, I went, no. It was. I had no How idea. It was an accident. I was 18 and I went. I knew there was like a gay bookstore. And so I snuck across to Michigan, oh. Sioux, Michigan. Okay. Uh, like we went across you could take a taxi or something. I can't remember what I did. I took a taxi or I got someone just to drop me off. Yeah. And I went into the bookstore and in the back of the bookstore, it was like a movie theater. Really? And they were showing nasty blue movies. <laughs> and they, I should not have been allowed in because I was 18. They're supposed to card you. 
But, they but you were 18. In, but I was 18. But no, I think you have to be like 19 or something. No, you don't. I wasn't old enough. The United no. States? I knew we I was. We don't care about those for types this, of things. For this movie theater, I was not old enough. Really? I remember knowing that I was too young. Huh. But they let me in because I was so cute. Nah. <laughs> and there was just a bunch of thirsty like, old queens. And they were like. Do you want to be in one of these films? You're a star, <laughs> hey, son. Come on back. We can we'll get make you a in movie. the pictures. <laughs> and I was like, all I need is a ride back to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things things that you do in northern Michigan. Yeah. I could always tell, tangent, I could always tell when someone was from Michigan. How? Because they all had the same haircut. Like this? No, it was like a crew cut. Oh, okay. Like, oh, no, UP or UPers yeah, are like Upers. that. Everybody and I used to work at like a hotel uh, bar, and they'd all come over to drink at the bar, and I could always see them come in, and I knew I had to be really good to them because American tip money was worth twice as much. Oh yeah, it was back then. Mm-hmm. They didn't know, right? <laughs> they kind of knew, but they didn't like think about it when they were. Well, yeah, you know, you're drinking, you give some tips, you don't yeah, care. Twenty bucks, that was forty bucks. Yeah, what? That was awesome. Those were the days. <laughs> Raking it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know the Macarena? The dance? No. Yeah. The, uh, I don't really understand who's doing this, but there's, there's a, someone's trying to break a record. A Macarena record? Yeah. The most people doing the Macarena ever, Guinness World Record, and they're doing it (laughs) April 29th, 10.30 a.m. at the Orlando City Soccer Stadium. Do you know how many, wait, before you go any farther, you know how many world records I've covered (laughs) as, as a reporter? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I actually went to the world's largest <laughs> twist competition or twist dance off. So dumb. And I think Chubby Checker was there. This okay. was in Deland. I was at the world's largest ballet something where everybody was on their tiptoes. What's it called? All at the same time? Yeah. Who cares? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do we care? No. Uh, I was at the world's largest smiley face, which was here in Orlando. I was at the... Was that at Ivanhoe Village? No, that was on top of the Amway Arena, Amway Center when they first opened Why it. Why can't they do like the most people recycling at the same time? They I could. Like doing something like... Oh, hold on, we got a motorcycle guy going by. That's what happens when you're live outside. We're here at Sorry, Rays. I didn't know that that guy was such a big deal. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had the radio show here where he was riding his yeah. motorbike. But, but really, the world's largest thing is sort of a, it's sort of a scam. Yeah. Because all here's what you do. No, it's like I'll a locker room thing. No, here's what you do. We're all you just have to measuring. Contact Guinness. You can record it and send We're, it to them. Right. Or you can have somebody come out and do it. And there's a fee involved for all of this. So they'll send somebody from Guinness. So if it's a live event, you want somebody there because then you can get the, the certificate at your event. And well, so there, it, there's, I don't know, they make a lot of money off of it. They need 2,500 dancers to break the record. Well, I want to say this, and, and you know, I love the Orlando City Soccer. They do great stuff. I want to say last year they tried to do something where it was the world's largest CPR training. I don't think they got even close to no. it. Like, not even close. Why don't they just do it when the arena's full? You've got people coming to see it, and you just play the Macarena, I and then it, everybody does the Macarena at the same time. Because I think, I think they have to count it while they're doing it. I don't think they can control it if they do it like that. They could if they had counters in every wing. I think, like, I don't know. There's probably a reason they don't do it like that. That's dumb. I think it's just because they haven't thought of it. They all and they're <laughs> all like, and they're all just like, let's just have a special event. Everybody will come and do the macarena and then leave. So you're not going to come do the macarena? No. 
Is it because no. you don't know how to dance, Brendan? Yeah, and I'm embarrassed. You're embarrassed to do the Macarena? I have, I have body dysmorphia. What if it was the chicken dance? Would you do that? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Everybody could do the chicken dance. It's like dance. a wedding. Na, 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 na. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it at that. All right. All right, we'll be back. Come on back. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. Hey, John Busdecker. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things downtown and the surrounding neighborhoods here in Orlando, like Paramore and College Park and Winter Park and Delaney oh, Park and Colonial Thorn Town. Park. I'm, I'm saying a Brendan. Say Mal- Coy Town. This is my turn. Milk District. We never say milk district. We never do. Holler at the milk district. Yes. Uh, we talk about all those things. And if you've yeah. missed any of our episodes, you can catch them on Google Play or iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah. All of those places have and, us because we're the best. Yeah. And we are at uh, Reyes Mezcaleria. In the North Quarter. Yeah. We didn't say where we were in the first part of the show. Conveniently known as, also known as. The North Quarter. <laughs> or Uptown. I've never called it Uptown. No. Well, they branded it. Actually, Janessa Gursky, who works with us now at, uh, at Bungalore in the offices, is uh, she helped brand the district. She helped Uptown? come up with North Quarter. North Quarter. Yeah. Okay. With uh, Back then, I think it was Craig Usler and like one other property owner. There's is really there three a, property owners own stuff in North Quarter. Is there a South Quarter or East Quarter or West Quarter? We don't talk about the South Quarter <laughs> on the radio, John. Uh, Soto. Okay, that's the South. Yeah, South Downtown. Yeah. Do you ever get mixed up on your directions in Orlando because of how I-4 is? It's really not East and West when you're downtown. It's like North and South, isn't uh, it? Somebody told me this. All all avenues go North and South and all streets. Dr- well, Colonial no, is drive. East and West. Edgewater Drive. I just get all mixed up. All avenues of- go North and wo- North and South. Okay, Magnolia, Orange. Yeah, so Orange is parallel to I-4, and so that's why I get all confused. That should help you. No, because I-4 is east and west. Did you know it's the only (laughs) interstate that doesn't connect to another state? Really? I did not know that. Because it doesn't connect up to Georgia, and they got through that by saying that it would connect to Texas across the Gulf. Wow. That's where it goes all the way to Tampa. And they were supposed to. They're going to build a bridge. They were, and that's they just amazing. never built a bridge. Wow, that's but that's crazy. how they got the funding for it. So it's an interstate that doesn't connect to another state. I did not know that. Wow, well, you do. Do you know why? It's, do you know why it's Interstate Four? Tell me, because it starts really low in the United States. As they as you go north, they get higher and higher in numbers. So like, where's one? Texas? I don't know if there is a one. Four might be the lowest number. What? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's how it is. And you know, even numbers go east and west, and odd numbers go north and south, right? I did not know that. Well, there you go. I-75 goes north and south. Uh, We also talked about headlines here on Bungalow. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're bored of our conversation (laughs) about interstate A little bit. A little bit. Um, We talked about sewage. Yeah, we did. Rasping. 
Yep. Florida Citrus Sports is having a sideline wine and dine event. What is that? All of the fancy VIP boxes in Camping World Stadium will be transformed into uh, here comes a motorcycle. little pop-up bars. This is what happens when you record outside at Reyes. All right. I love it because it's like we're really in a city. We are. <laughs> North Quarter is really noisy. It sure is. Is it the noisiest district we visited? Maybe. We should bring our... our Something to measure decibels. Let's do that. Um, so we we're talking about the fancy sideline wine and dine. They're gonna. It's like a fancy food and booze party that benefits the MVP summer camp for kids in West Lakes. All those West Lake kids around the Camping World Stadium. So when is this? Uh, April sixth. Tickets are like seventy five bucks, and you get like to eat and drink as much as you want. And you just like to hang. You get to hang out in, in the, the stadium suites. Yeah, all the suites. All like, of them. Like, everything's open. You just, like, walk around and eat and drink. But there's nothing going on fancy. in the field or anything, right? I don't think in the field, no. But, like, they're going to have live music. I, I know they're trying to do some speakeasy thing. Uh, and they gave Bungalow or readers and listeners a special discount. Uh-oh. If you go check it out, uh, Sideline Wine and Dine. You can just Google it. It'll pop up. Uh, if you put in the promo code area, Bungalower. Ooh, that's pretty it, inventive, Brendan. In all caps, you get $25 off. Nice. And if you're a bungalow or a subscriber to our membership platform, you get $40 off. Oh, wow. With another special. They're just, they're just giving away code. tickets. They just love bungalower. They sure do. And I love them. You love sports, Brendan. I love sports balls. <laughs> <laughs> giggle, giggle. <laughs> uh, do you know what Metro Plan Orlando is? Kind of. Yeah, me too. It's like a planning agency. They look after Orange, Osceola, and, Osceola and Seminole and counties. And this is with transportation? Like all transportation, Yeah, right? like streets, mostly like transportation. And they, so got, they got room to improve. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They're helping. They're kind of overseeing that current drive shindig. Yes. Uh, Are you and I split on this? Trying to put that I think on it should a, be less lanes. I think it should be less lanes. Okay, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. The only people that don't think it should be less lanes are people who live in Baldwin Park. Yeah. And when they released a study saying that Corinne, like they, they released three different options for Corinne Drive, five lane, three lane, and then a hybrid between the two, they they messed up their Uh-oh. numbers and they released like a ha- they said if it goes to three lanes it'll increase your drive time by half an hour. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Which is not true. Oh, wow. Uh What's the real number? Nobody knows. Oh. I'm not a traffic engineer. I just know that it, they made up that number. Really? And it's too late now because all of Baldwin Park got up in arms and immediately voiced their displeasure about that number. And they're like, no way can we do three lanes. And now, now it's more likely to be five lane or hybrid. So wait, I have a question for you. Ask me. Does Baldwin Park get a say in what happens in Autobahn Park? Yeah, because it's- Do I get a say? No, I live in College Park. Everybody gets to say is it Orlando in. Okay. But Baldwin Park residents are affected by Corinne Drive. Oh, so am I. I live in Orlando. You do. You do. <laughs> I'm not saying it weighs, someone's vote weighs more than the other. It's just. I get it. They take People it in Baldwin Park are more often, are more likely to, to interact with that questionnaire than people in College Park. It's because they don't want to take Colonial. Right? Right. Well, that's, it's a relief street. That's, that's the whole point, right? It's all of these streets. You're supposed to have as many streets as possible so you don't have to go on those giant, they call them arterial roads. Uh, and that's why is, you have traffic backup. But isn't that the problem with, with a lot of cities? They have just too many streets? Like a color, the, the best way to look at it, it, no. If you, city planners, the best way to look at it is uh, suburbs versus 
old school downtowns. And old school downtowns have what's called a grid work yes. design, right? Yes. Having multiple ways to get to point from point A to point B is ideal. And grid works can do that because you can take side streets and skip the traffic. Okay. I know you're a side street kind of guy. I am. I right? am. I know what I bet one of the challenges in Orlando is the lakes. Like, there's no straight way a lot that, of places. And a lot of places, yeah. Like Ivanhoe Village. Ivanhoe Village, you're locked by the railroad and the lakes. Yeah. And there's really nowhere you can go, no. right? So, like, Virginia Drive is a two-lane. It's Now it's a two-lane forever. It is. And it'll connect to, it connects to Corinne. And so they're looking at how they can possibly improve it in some places. Uh. Uh, like where they're putting in the yard, it's getting super wide right at that intersection. Yeah. Uh, Corinne Drive is really only super busy at two peak times during the day. And then otherwise, you don't need well, five it's lanes. it's not that busy over there during regular times. I mean, I'm sure it is at, like you said, peak times. Uh, yeah, at like five o'clock and nine o'clock. Like everywhere. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I mean, honestly. For an hour. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean right. it's busy on OBT at but that time. But that's when all these people in Baldwin Park are trying to get home. Yeah. Well, so is the rest wanna... of the world. Right. I'm just saying, like, I mean, Edgewater's two lanes, right? <laughs> I'm not fighting it, John. Uh, I'm fighting you. I'm just saying. Is Edgewater any busier that are less busy than Corinne? There, were, there are people out there who say that the road diet they put Edgewater on, that's what you call it when you yep. constrict so down to. four, right? Th- yeah, four. Yeah, it was and now bigger. it's two. Before, my, before I moved here. There are people that say that that ruined it. It ruined, ruined it? their commute. Yes. Really? Yeah, because you're, you get backed up. There are times when you're on Edgewater for it's an extra true. five minutes. It's true. Five minutes. I know. Life. No, I'm okay with that. If you I were riding your bike, you'd already be there. Right. That's why you cut through your neighborhood. <laughs> that's, what those, that's what you're supposed to do. Really? Yeah. But the problem comes when richer neighborhoods somehow can lobby to have those streets shut down to through traffic. Yeah, I right? don't get that. They do that in College Park. They or shut like, half those down. If you're driving up uh, Colonial. Right, if you're going through Colonial on the on the western side of I four, oh yeah, yeah, there is a whole sequence of streets that are shuttered, like they I, are walled off. I don't think that I think that has Colonial. more to do with who they don't want in their neighborhood. People of color, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's crazy. It has less to do with traffic. That's insane. It is. I I, I cannot. That's whole. Now that and that forces everybody then. You can't cut through those streets. No, you have to go either. You have to go all Moreland the way up to OBT, OBT. right? You that's go to Westmoreland, though. and that is it. Yeah, but, but nobody wants to take Westmoreland because it's, it's bumpy and it's <laughs> meandering. You go through the lake. I gotta go home that and way, and it's gorgeous. You get yeah. to drive by some mansions, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then to be those fair, houses, all those other streets would be like that too because they all they're all brick. They're closer. Those houses in those streets where they have walled them off are closer to the street, so there's less private public. Uh, separation, but on Westmoreland, when you go through those richer neighborhoods, those estates are pushed way back. So I it's almost Westmoreland's like you're going through a park. I want to say Westmoreland's a state street, or or maybe a, I don't know. Why so would they leave that one open and not the other ones? Is my question. Why I guess because they? they identified it as a major connecting road. Maybe. So they closed off the other all ones. Of the are much more residential streets. I've never, I've never seen that before. Before I, came I haven't either. I, I don't know when they did that. I'd be curious. I mean, I'll be honest, if I lived there, I'd be like, no, don't change it. I like not having traffic on my street. But right, because now they're like, people can hang oh, out. Oh, they're used and, to it now. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm curious when they did that. No, people would lay an egg 
College Park would <laughs> freak out. They don't even know what they're going to do with this whole packing district thing moving into the west part of College Park, which uh, brings by the way, us to a new tenant. Yeah, that's. Did you follow that? I read it. It's like uh, a, a design firm or something. Powell Design Group. I yep. don't know where that was on Par. It was on Par Street. So this group, this this group is moving from Par Street over to. The packing district, which they're, is on OBT. And they're the first official tenants to move into the packing district. It's great. Uh, yeah, they're going to repurpose that old safety tire service building. Which I don't, I'm not super, I, if I saw a picture, I'd probably know exactly I think what it's you're north, about. north, it's the northeast corner of Princeton and OBT. Okay. Uh, the designs look gorgeous. Great. Right? They know what they're doing. Good. This is a 20-year project. I was talking to somebody else. The packing else. district. The packing district. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to be like, it's great that they're the first and they're expected to move in this fall, but they're going to be basically in a construction zone for the next 20 years. Hey, you got you to get in early, I guess. I guess, but it's kind of a gold rush. I just wrote about it for my Central Florida 100 for uh, the Orlando Sentinel. Take a drink. Yeah. And uh, I talked about it. It's the gold rush right now. Everybody wants to get in there. I was talking to a, a big-time restaurant owner today who promised me. He made me promise that I wouldn't say who he was. Um, but who's, he told me everybody's jockeying to get in there. Why not? And ha- be a part of this new big uh, development and try out something new. Everybody knows they're going to do well. And I, and I think if you, before grills open... And started killing it just they up do the street on OBT. It. They kill it. People would not be as interested. But I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if Grills is the one that like spurred it all. But I I'm think saying, so. I think people see it now and they're like, oh, like people will actually drive over here. Well, yeah, like white people <laughs> will yeah. drive to OBT and they feel safe and they're buying and they're spending money. So that at Grills at Grills. Yeah, but this is going to be the same thing. This is another foothold for Winter Park and College Park people to expand influence into a part of town that hasn't been developed. It's all industrial Uh park. Yeah. And they're not displacing anyone except for like industrial uses. And you know what? That was something I remember when you wrote about this a few weeks ago or months ago, somebody had said something along the lines of, well, you know, they're just going to gentrify that neighborhood. There's nothing in, I mean, literally that neighborhood is all industry. It was a rubber tire factory. No, exactly. Like they're not displacing anything. I stopped at Carmine's boutique the other day because I, I had seen uh, what looked like a table leg. Like an antique table leg, just yeah. Did you want to make it into a, a your pirate leg? Well, I I went over to scoop it up, and I scooped it up out of this pile of trash. But the there's a car yard right next to yep. it, and the, I don't. I'm, this is like my neighborhood. He's like oh, yeah. Greek or something. I can't. I don't know. The where guy's he's from. Greek. I can't, I'm way. I have no idea where the he's yell from. At you? <laughs> he was a yelly talker. <laughs> uh, but we talked, and he was like, "Are you a Doctor Phillips?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "Good. I would have chased you off." And ah. I was like, oh, why? Are they trying to buy your property? They like, yeah, they're buying everything around here. I won't sell. I won't sell. Oh. I, right? And that's interesting. And there's a lot of people who are just like, no, I don't care how much they give me. I'm not selling. We'll see. The typewriter oh. guy held out for a long time at Mills Park until they... Well, he died. Well, they bought his property eventually, though, right? Or somebody... When he died. Sold, but somebody... Well, fine. They waited him out then, <laughs> didn't they? Or did they? Or did they? <laughs> Does he haunt Mills Park? And now... Maybe he poops in their legs. <laughs> he's not dead. He's the one sabotaging the sewage. Oh, my gosh. He's the poltergeist pooper. <laughs> that's the that's the best thing that's ever come out of your mouth. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's only taken a year and a half. That's funny. Sorry. A beautiful <laughs> man just walked by. Walking a beautiful dog. Yeah. I don't even know what just happened. 
Uh, Brooklyn Coffee closed. Did you ever get to go to Brooklyn I Coffee? I never did. No. Uh, it was owned by a Brazilian. Is that why it's closing? Yeah. <laughs> Brazilian-owned Brooklyn Coffee in Orlando, Florida. Uh, closed. Never would have guessed it. Nope. Kind of sad. He was very nice. Daniel Carvalho, who was from Curitiba, Brazil. That's actually our sister city. Really? Yeah, it's one of them. Who knew? Uh, and now it will be Bites and Bubbles. This is uh, from Chef... Eddie Nickel, Eddie right? Nickel, who he just loves that Mills Fifty dish. Well, he owns that building, oh, okay. and so he's been leasing it to these other uses. Before that, it was Restaurant Ash, who was his daughter. Yep, and uh, Iron Chef alum, one of those shows, right? Um, she was on Food Network. I guess they just closed Funky Monkey and I Drive. They probably I, they had some issues with the owners of Point Orlando. Mm. I think they were they would go back and forth about okay. bankruptcy and rent. I could be wrong. I mean, you can double check this, and that's fine. But there was some issues there, if I recall. It's out of my districts. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to write about the drama over at I Drive, True. which is nice. True. Um, did you ever go to the Funky Monkey when it was open? I did. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. You mean the one here in Mills Fifty? Either one. Yeah, I've been to both. I mean, I think we went there once. I don't even know if we ate there. We might have just had wine. Bananas. Uh huh. Remember that? That was an Eddie Nickel thing. I thought Bananas had a good idea. Drag queens. But I never thought their food was any good. It wasn't. Actually, we went there once and ordered taco salads. We waited an hour. And then they came back out and said, oh, we're out of taco shells. (laughs) (laughs) We had breakfast there a few times. And like. Yeah. You know, it was like 12 or $13 for eggs and toast. And you're like, it's sure. not really that great for, for what I'm paying. Well, here. we'll see. This is going to be caviar the and champagne. The atmosphere was good, though. Yeah, it was fun. It was dark. And the performers were amazing. Ginger Minge, RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race alum, used to like bring us tater tots and sing a song. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Well, now we'll see what happens with, we'll uh, see. with Bites and Bubbles. We champagne and caviar. And then... Oh, I don't really want to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. What? That boy that died at Rollins College. I, I sort of glanced at that story. So sad. It's this young 21 years old baseball what star. What happened? Did they say? Uh, suicide. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Really sad. Yeah. So thoughts go out to them. Yeah. Uh, and Rollins College on campus with a gun, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I didn't th- read about that anywhere else besides Bungalow. Yeah, nobody picked it up. Ah. Uh, and we don't normally write about it, but it's the second time they just had that car chase where there was somehow a gun involved. And now this boy taking his life with a gun on campus is interesting, right? So yeah. I hope they. And then just with all this talk about guns on school campuses, and uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, if there's any discussion about it on campus. Yeah. It's a liberal arts college, right? So discussing things like this is what they do. And so I hope they actually discuss it openly versus don't talk about it. Because huh. uh, I know right now they, they're they not really talking about it. They're Right. It just happened. They're going to yep. let the family deal with it and then move on. But yeah, sad. Sad to see something like that happen. Definitely. Um, Chelsea Market. In New York. In New York. They sold their building to Google. And now they're looking Didn't for. they sell it for like $3 billion or something you wrote? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. Have and you been there? Uh, no, I always wanted to go. I don't know if I've been there or not. Have you been to the one in Toronto? Yeah. Queen Anne's Market? Is that right? Uh, Queen? I don't know. Victoria's Market? That sounds Some right. Some sort of British Royals <laughs> Market? Uh, anyway. It's not the same chain. It's no, I don't totally think so. I, it's the same concept, though. Yeah, big building filled with 
food and amazing vendors. But like a ton of food and vendors and yeah. like awesome they food. Like an amusement park on the roof. Like Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, so they're looking for to open one, possibly two new locations. And they're looking at second tier cities. That's Orlando. That we'll have take potential, it. <laughs> like that they that their impact in moving to that city will be palpably felt. I've been to set. There's one in Washington, D.C. as well. And I can't think of the name of it. Like, I, I don't it. see why those places don't do well everywhere. Like, there's no reason a place like that, like a bigger East End no. market, wouldn't do well here. It would do well here. Actually, and I, I wrote a Bring to Orlando. We have a, se- a series where, like, please bring this idea here. I'd love to see it come here. Uh, like the packing district, they're going to be renovating that old restore building. I know. To make into That's, a food hall. We have been watching that building for three years. It's beautiful. Art Deco, man. And then uh, Creative Village is going to have supposedly... A West End uh, market. Interesting, right? Very similar. I don't Are they know. Building if John's that place involved. yet? They've started. I know we talk about no, this all going, the time. No, no, they're starting. And then okay, but with Creative Village, they're also parceling it out to other developers to build other buildings. Okay. They're not just going to build the whole thing. They're selling it, and they're selling people the rights to build it. Is there stuff? being built right now the student housing and the parking garage okay, that's built the right first day i mean that's a newer thing though sure like like i said when i moved here in 2010 they were building creative village yeah supposedly and, then and now they're building it it's really happening it's really happening everything's going vertical right now there's Good. a lot of cranes on the horizon i know ucf i mean ucf is going to get it done because they need to open that by 2019 yeah Okay. They're getting their billions in. Good. They got the money. There's no reason not to do it. Good. Uh, we also wrote about participatory budgets, but we're going to have to talk about that later. Because we, we got to talk about events. Man. Who cares about budgets? Budgets schmudgets. I like it because it's like a d- democratic way to s- to you let people vote on how to spend city budgets. I'm sleeping. Are I'm, you? I'm snoring over here. Oh, I love it. I love it so events. much. What's happening this weekend? Um... Lessons from Portland, transportation, a Rollins College lecture open to the public, 10 a.m. Saturday, led by Bruce Stevenson, the man who loves Portland more than anybody else in the world. Uh, you should go check it out. They're just going to talk about like how to improve Orlando is based it, on things. Is it that just you ride a bike Portland. everywhere? Right. Public okay. transit. Ride a bike. Green cities, okay. parks, interconnected neighborhoods. I like it. Yeah, it's all the same stuff. Uh, city, Orlando City Soccer plays New York Red Bulls. Home? 1 p.m. home been game. been doing so hot lately. Mm. Uh. Yeah. And it's a 1 p.m. game, so it's early. You don't have any time to pregame and drink, so brunch it up on a Saturday. There you go. Uh, we just posted on somebody's post on Facebook on our wall about places you can go and have brunch. Check it out. Solar Bears play the Swamp Rabbits. It's <laughs> seven for a team. <laughs> right from uh, Greenville. Sunday, there's an adult Easter egg hunt at the Hammered Lamb, 10 a.m. What does that mean? You drink and find eggs Okay. in the bushes <laughs> right. over at Gas at Edwards Park. You might find a dead body. You might find... <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to tell me Fair Villa was doing ring. an adult Easter egg hunt. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence... Drag nuns are going to be hosting their hunky Jesus party at Stonewall. Nice. Where you can participate in a hunky Jesus costume contest. Cool. Oh, we got motorcycles. Is this the, just like motorcycle night? The sexiest the sexiest Jesus will go home with a prize. Apologies for the for the motorcycle. How much time do you have? We got to go. All right. What's the best thing this weekend? 
Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar coming on Monday. It's, awesome. At yeah, Rollins? At Rollins College, 7.30 p.m. Cool. That's it. Brendan, I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in, Orlando. Orlando.